0: Good evening everyone, it is Monday, January 7th, Happy New Year, uh, 2013, it's 10 dozen minutes of Jick and Skullhead, I'm Mr. Skullhead, and Jick is going to be on the line right quick. Hello, Mr. Skullhead. Hey buddy, Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you too.
1: You're like a week late.
0: I know, because our New Year's show ended up being a no-show at all.
1: Mm. Is it because I was a no-show?
0: No, I, I failed at pretty much every aspect of that
1: What'd you do? What
0: happened? What went wrong? I went to bed instead of having a show oh. uh, I mean, we, we got a new puppy Because I have apparently too much free time and money And uh, puppy was keeping yeah, us busy
1: I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing your rationalization for that decision Because I remember conversations that we had in which, you know, I like dogs and wouldn't get a dog. And you hate
0: dogs. (laughs) Well, I had thought, even not liking dogs, I think a boy needs a dog. So we wanted to get a dog for Ollie at some point in the near future. And uh, so we thought this summer we should get like a decently grown dog so we don't have a puppy because puppies are lame and But then we saw this uh, Particular litter of puppies Came from a rescue That my wife's friend Works for And had an incredibly sad story to go with it And they desperately needed people to adopt them And we're like, you know Fuck it we're <laughs> We might as well just go for it And it'll suck for a little while And then it'll be fine And and it turns out it's been pretty cool yeah? He's a mellow dog, and, uh... Yeah, he's nice. Mm. Nice and enough. And never go anywhere else. ever again,
1: and...
0: Oh, no, he's crate-trained, so we can go places two and three hours at a time.
1: Well, <laughs> that's unprecedented freedom. That's about what I have with the kid. And I did take the kid with you. I've seen you go places for upwards of three days.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... Anytime that we would have somebody watch our kid, we would have somebody watch the dog as well. Yeah.
1: But normally, if somebody's watching your kid, you would take your kid to where
0: they were, wouldn't you? No, usually a babysitter comes over.
1: Hmm. Um, Do you still have roommates?
0: Yeah, we have the two girls living upstairs.
1: We didn't meet for some reason, but I guess, you know, having somebody else that lives in the house makes it a little easier do you still have like 90 cats four did you get any like beavers their- or falcons or anything <laughs> to go?
0: Well, we haven't seen much of their two cats since the puppy came in town so that's that's a thing I don't know it, it sounds kind of crazy but our house is kind of two houses stacked on top of each other and in the top house there are two cats and in the bottom house there are two cats and a dog which is not a whole lot of animals.
1: Mm-hmm. One might only say three times as many animals as is reasonable.
0: How is it three times?
1: Well, that's three animals yeah. in one house.
0: You wouldn't I have don't know. you wouldn't have two cats or uh, like you did uh. when you lived with another dude
1: i did you know back in the day we had two cats and that was that was fine because they were two cats that got along well enough that it wasn't intolerable but like then later it became intolerable Hmm. and it was just awful and uh yeah every other time i've had two cats it's just been off i mean and it is because my cat is kind of a crazy asshole right right uh but it i you know if there's, if there's one thing that our friendship uh, proves beyond anything, is that I can love someone who is a
0: crazy asshole. Hmm. I'm glad that you've learned to love yourself, because that is the greatest love of all.
1: Yep. <clears throat> Wait, I thought the greatest love of all was something about a children.
0: Well, it's also believing that children are our future.
1: Yeah. Are those two different songs? No, that's the same song.
0: Yeah, it's the same one what is that like a
1: is that like a whitney houston or something yeah it's a whitney houston yep okay uh how many whitney houston's do we have left
0: um i think we're running really low i think a whitney brown is still alive and john houston is still alive so okay what about
1: angelica houston is she still alive or did she did she die along with raul julia (laughs) Because of the
0: Adams family curse Yeah well no when Ral Julia died they She threw herself on his pyre Okay Because that's a thing that people do Nowadays Yep <sighs> Good ah. time. So, so we have this dog And I feel like I probably Would have gotten along just fine For the next Couple of years without a dog but yeah what kind of dog is it I don't know he, it's a mutt so not a not a bred thing
1: it's gonna be reasonably sized and not collapse yeah. under its own weight or not be able to fit its eyes in its face and right. shit
0: not okay. not gonna rub eye goo on me as a sign of affection it's like it will probably be like a 30 pound dog some somewhere in the like slightly north of a terrier size but not a little tiny thing um uh, it's really mellow at the moment
1: do you think Ollie's old enough for the boy needing a dog kind of thing
0: yeah cause he was trying to play with the cats and it was just pathetic and sad and mm. he would he would spend like half an hour trying to play fetch and play tug of war and shit with the cats and he would build them little toys to play with and they would ignore them and he was always so so proud of the little toys that he built for the cats and they would just ignore them yeah I mean I guess I My own
1: stunted emotional growth Made it so I don't think that I could really appreciate Having a dog until I was like 10
0: hmm. Probably He's I mean like Responsibility wise he's Maybe Five or six I think mm-hmm. So Like he can Feed the dog a couple of times A day he can play With it he can watch it while I like, Shower know, shit like that I think he's just about ready. Can you give the
1: dog a shower while you shit? Yes. Okay. Um, well, okay. So, I mean, I guess, does, is it going to be just an all-the-time inside dog, or is it going to be a
0: dog door dog? I think eventually we'll we'll do a dog door when he's a little bit older.
1: Because you have a fenced-in backyard, so you don't have to take the dog for a walk every time the dog needs to shit, right? So that's...
0: Yeah, no, we just open the door, and he can go out the back.
1: Although, I mean, I think you ought to take the dog for a walk, because dogs like going places.
0: Yep. So yeah, they like been...
1: smelling things that other dogs have peed on, and eating other dogs' poop.
0: Yeah, we've been doing that. So balances
1: their gut flora.
0: Is that what happens? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought, uh, since we can't really take him for long walks yet, because he gets cold, you know, his little paws and shit, and he, he's, he's little... Uh, I've just been bringing him other dogs' poop to eat. So oh, okay, that's good. I mean, I mean, you you collect it anyway. Yeah, I already had some lying around. Yeah,
1: and you know, now it's just a matter of like you don't like to share, but all you have to do is collect a little bit more. Um, we used to when when my dad had the the crazy dog. Um, we, he would go on, and I think this was in large part because Dad just liked going on really long walks. Uh, and the dog kind of gave him an excuse mm. He would just work out a route That took about an hour Right And so it was like serious Like way more than the dog needed I think um, But yeah that dog was nuts It was a police dog That had been decommissioned
0: Hmm Decommissioned
1: How was that? Yeah they painted it They put that white paint on it To stop it from
0: rusting Oh right, right.
1: Yeah Um Yeah, you don't want your dog to get rusty. It'll turn into a Basset Hound.
0: It'll... I always thought I could hear creaking when Basset Hound's ears went back and forth. Yeah. That must be why. What else
1: have you been up to?
0: Let's see. What did we do? I watched uh, Les Miserables and The Hobbit. Okay. Uh, And... uh, That was six hours of cinematic goodness. I wish that all the movies that I wanted to see weren't so goddamn long. But both of those movies were quite good.
1: All right, they're 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 too long for you to deal with now that you have a dog.
0: Yeah. No, heck, heck no. We saw those movies before we had the dog.
1: Oh, you took the dog? Yeah. You went to a dog-friendly theater.
0: Oh, that would suck. I don't think I would go yeah. to a dog-friendly theater.
1: God, because <laughs> yeah. you're like, you have to sit down and eat stuff that a dog would be real interested in. <laughs> yeah, man. And then, like... Anytime anybody left chocolate on the floor There would be fatalities (laughs) This is is seriously the worst idea Anyone has ever had
0: Damn it, you dropped your junior (laughs) mints
1: It's gonna be a holocaust Um, uh, What'd you think of The Hobbit? I don't care what you thought of lame Mis I haven't seen it And it's some bullshit So Well, you can tell me what you thought of What'd you think of lame Mis, Mr. Skullhead?
0: Oh, it was absolutely great, but I certainly don't recommend it to people who don't like musicals. Did it have Kristen Stewart in it? I uh, know. Because yeah. I will
1: only see movies with Kristen
0: Stewart in Apparently. it this point. God, were you ever mistaken about Snow White and the Huntsman? But, uh, you know, I I understand your goal now is to only see movies that you have zero expectation for and they can barely meet that expectation. No, that isn't that isn't my goal. Because you still haven't seen The Avengers, but by God have you seen Snow White and the Huntsman?
1: Well, right, okay, because I am a guy who likes fantasy stuff like an order of magnitude more than he likes superhero stuff, mm. right? I mean, that's less set. And I don't remember what opinions I expressed about Snow White and the Huntsman, but what I remember of it is that it looked really cool and there were some sort of, like, neat world-building conceits. Right. And that there was an unresolved love story, which is my favorite kind of love story, and none of the dialogue was aggressively stupid. Mm. Um yeah. I mean, you know, w we've clearly got variant stupidity barometers.
0: Oh, stupidity barometers. Anyway, the uh the Hobbit was quite good. Quite good. Yeah, movie. have we
1: done a podcast since I saw the Hobbit? Have we talked about that? I don't, no, I,
0: don't, I don't think we have mm.
1: I I didn't dislike it uh, but I I left the theater thinking like man remember that time somebody wrote a bunch of Hobbit fanfic about them getting transported into various video game situations that they had to overcome
0: yeah you think so yeah I mean
1: yeah I do huh. like did, did i don't remember if there were any goblins in the hobbit
0: i i haven't read the hobbit in a while
1: like i thought that they slept in that they slept in the cave my friend they get like kidnapped by orcs while they're sleeping
0: my friend dylan is nodding his head vigorously to say that yes there is there are goblins in the hobbit okay uh he has not left the room but uh
1: I didn't remember. I, I mean, I just didn't remember. I, I had thought that, that that what happened in that cave was that Bilbo gets separated from the rest, ends up you know with the with the with Gollum, the riddles, and everything, and that the dwarves get captured by orcs, and then Gandalf rescues them, or something, mm-hmm. and they get reunited, and then Frodo, I mean uh, Bilbo rides a barrel all the way back to Rivendell.
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't read The Hobbit in so long that I, there were a couple of things that I wasn't sure were added. I, I don't know. I about halfway through, it occurred to me that this is not an adaptation of The Hobbit. This is using The Hobbit as a framework to spend nine more hours in Middle Earth, and mm-hmm. that's okay with me because they're like the extra material is coming from Tolkien stuff, so. Like, so I'm not gonna just sit there and wait for the plot points from The Hobbit, yeah, so i yeah, I ended up enjoying it a lot. I thought that Radagast's little rabbit sled was a little goofy, but yeah, it, it was okay. it wasn't bad
1: i I was struck again by how fake the c g characters looked. Like, oh, the, CG land- so. the CG landscapes and, like, you know, I mean... Like, the rock monsters, even. Like, they, those... You know, I could... I wouldn't say, like, oh, that was hokey CG. But the fucking trolls and the Goblin King and that white orc or whatever, the pale orc, like, it was just such a sore
0: thumb. Oh, I didn't think so at all. Huh. It was just the sled was what stuck out. Like, the scene where... Radagast is outrunning the orcs on his little sled. really looked like he had just been matted in by somebody who worked for 90 s television. Yeah,
1: that's that was hot stuffs he he described that as the only part where the CG really bothered him or the primary part where the CG bothered him. I mean I I think that maybe the idea of that sled was so stupid that I just was staring off into space on the other side of the screen when it was happening. Right. And so it didn't occur to me to be bothered But I, like... It... I, I don't know, man. Like, I... I very much could have done without Radagast. I think. Or... at least without him being so much of a dipshit. <laughs> and, like... I think your, you mean like, a, a bird shit. Yeah, like... Is that... <sighs> that was... So like just such a combination of disgusting and stupid that I cannot fathom how that made it into a fucking movie. Like, it seems like at some point somebody would have said, you know what, I am not doing this. So you're either going to have to hire another, uh, let's say, costume designer. You're going to have to hire another actor to play Radagast. Whoever I am, I am stopping this main character where half of his face is covered with shit. Not a main character, I guess. I mean,
0: you normally don't like poop jokes. Okay. You're okay with that? I mean... I don't know that it was a joke so much as just a, a weird part of his costume, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I didn't, I didn't think that he acted particularly goofy when he wasn't in his fucking sled so the, the rest of it was okay it was, was alright by me the,
1: the the Saruman saying he eats too many mushrooms was just like uh, seriously <laughs> like this is not going to be on the memories reel we play when Christopher Lee dies and the, here take a hit of this it will calm you down scene between Radagast and Gandalf it was like uh, okay guys
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Drug jokes, lol.
0: Well, at least nobody uh, nobody was tossing any dwarves. See, it's weird, like, the whole Your Love of the Halfling's Leaf has dulled your thoughts thing doesn't bother me as much as Nobody Tosses a Dwarf! And Toss mm-hmm. Me. You know, like, the, the comic relief that Gimli was igno- annoyed me more than the, like, little druggy references. In yeah.
1: I I and did I not that, want Saruman to become comic relief, yeah. which they sort of used him as. He was
0: kinda you of, know Well, they couldn't get Christopher Lee and they had to get that wax figure of him instead. Yeah. <laughs> that was kinda of sad. I I don't know, like it's I think it's a movie that's not perfect by any stretch, but I was glad to be back in Middle Earth and I liked it as as like another the start of another nine hours in Middle Earth but with a lighter tone like, yeah yeah I, I, I was totally on board I would like something new
1: I would like a new story I think mm-hmm. a new setting that is that same sort of fantasticized very pretty version of the world you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but not yeah I don't know there's just something there's something about it that seems kind of crass to me like it just seems like oh well we've got this lord of the rings franchise what happens when they run out of you know when the hobbit's over it's like oh well i guess we can never milk this anymore but they'll figure out some way to do it
0: i think you have people i I think you have people who are behind the money part of it that that's true but i think peter jackson and his collaborators have a respect for the material Like they seem like didn't he not
1: even want to do it to begin with? I assume no. He wanted changed about that was just a dump truck full of money.
0: Oh no, he wanted to do it, but he was arguing with New Line about revenue from Lord of the Rings, is what I understood. Mm. And then Tolkien's estate got involved, and they wanted more money or something. And yeah, he wanted to do it immediately after, Mm. but he was fighting with New Line.
1: You know, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way I think just the way that they're handling it in the same way that like oh we've decided to split the last Harry Potter movie into two movies and oh we've decided to split the last Twilight movie into two different movies like instead of doing the thing that makes sense we're going to do the thing that makes money you know
0: you don't think the you don't think that worked for Harry Potter
1: oh I don't know I didn't see any Harry Potter movie
0: after the fourth one Jesus! They were. What it, am I supposed to do The fourth movie with you? was
1: so fucking terrible.
0: Well, Goblet of Fire. Yes. All right.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah they. Uh, the rest of them are fine. You should probably see them.
1: All right. I mean, I did, basically. I feel like the series peaked at the third book, and I just don't remember anything that happened after the fourth one. And, yeah, yeah. See,
0: the the fifth and sixth movie did a good job of reminding me about the important plot points of those books, because it's true. Like I read five and six, and just kind of, I didn't remember anything about them. But yeah, the having the seventh movie be two movies kind of worked, because there was a lot of shit that had to happen. So, yeah. I mean, I would have was all right. I- I'm sure that they didn't do it because it made it easier to tell the story the way that the t- the story should be told. But as a side effect, that yeah,
1: I just I think that what I would have rather had is I would have rather had the Hobbit be a three-hour movie and then the Lord of the Rings be nine three-hour movies. Right. Right. And they weren't going to do that. It would have worked. They just didn't know that it would have worked. <laughs> Right, and they could have done, you know, add in whatever else. Right? There's nothing. There's no like, I, like it. It struck me that the Lord of the Rings was faithful enough that it made it so you trusted him, hmm. right? And then, I, and then I could imagine being upset about the lack of faithfulness. I could, I could even imagine finding it disturbing. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I was not excited about seeing The Hobbit. I went to see it. Because I don't even remember. I don't remember who I went with. Maybe it was when it was like at Christmas time.
0: I thought you went with your girlfriend. I did. With a bunch of people, maybe.
1: No, uh, she actually didn't go. I think I went with Hot Stuff's mom.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. Sometimes you gotta do things with Hot Stuff's mom you don't wanna do.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, I saw Django Unchained yesterday or the day before. How was that? I liked it. Um, You sound you sound dubious.
0: I yeah. I thought you were
1: a fan of Tarantino's more recent efforts.
0: I liked Inglorious Bastards okay. Like quite a bit after I finished watching it and less after I thought about it for a while. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't like either of the Kill Bills at all. Yeah, I didn't even a little bit. And like Jackie Brown was got better the more that I thought about it, the more that I and watched it again. But yeah, Pulp Fiction was kind of the peak Tarantino for me. And, you know, like Django Unchained looks like Inglorious Bastards of the Old Southwest or Southeast. So um, yeah,
1: sort of. It's I like it. It's got the it's got the Tarantino dialogue in a way that I don't really remember Inglorious Like, I don't remember much about Inglorious about the writing and the dialogue in Inglorious Bastards, except thinking that the scene with uh, Christoph Waltz in the French farmhouse yeah. was really
0: good. Yeah,
1: it was just really well written. And that guy is, you know, not the main character, but like the sort of second main character
0: right. that
1: actor is. And I you don't know, Jamie. Fox, you can see Jamie Fox's dick and balls.
0: Oh, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, and uh, apparently the role was written for Will Smith.
0: Hmm. He just didn't end up being able to do it. Uh, so it was supposed to be a sequel to Wild Wild West. Yeah, I think so. I still haven't
1: seen Wild Wild West.
0: And uh, yeah, it it wasn't good.
1: Yeah, I don't need to. I uh, I sort of want to watch the original series.
0: Yeah, that like that stuff was fun. The movie was just kind of wrong.
1: Django Unchained, I you know, it it had a lot of really genuinely horrifying violence in it that was used to great effect. Hmm. Uh, but then it also had a bunch of just like, isn't violence awesome? Violence, a la Kill Bill, right certainly less of it than Kill Bill I mean Django Unchained was mostly dudes talking which is good I mean that's that's what I want out of a Tarantino movie right um but yeah so that was a little bit you know and and I I can't tell if that's the statement that it's making is that you know check out how slight differences in framing will make one of these things make you nauseated and one of them make you smile Hmm. um I was, you know, it, it's true though. Like the, there's these like absurd gunfights that everybody else in the audience is like laughing, and I was not laughing, but I was not like horrified the way that I was by the horrific violence, right? You know, um, of which there was not a tremendous amount, but what there was was pretty, was pretty pretty serious. I, you know, I think that I would tell you that you should watch it.
0: Yeah, I will. Like, he's the guy who made Pulp Fiction, so he's a guy who every movie he makes, I'm going to give a chance. I still haven't seen,
1: uh, I don't even know which of those movies were the thing with Robert Rodriguez.
0: Oh, Grindhouse?
1: Yeah, it's Grindhouse, Death Proof, and Planet Terror.
0: Yeah, his Grindhouse. Did form some kind of set? Yeah, his grindhouse thing Death Proof was just fucking terrible. Rodriguez Oh, is Grindhouse, a collection of movies. Grindhouse was him making a movie and and Rodriguez making a movie and they released it as a double feature. So okay. he did Death Proof, which was about stunt driving and a guy, a serial killer who uses a car as his weapon. And which is more interesting than it sounds more interesting than it was. And Robert Rodriguez did Planet Terror, which was about flesh-eating zombie apocalypse, which was quite Mm. awesome.
1: Uh, Did you ever see the movie from the 80s, The Wraith, in which a a wronged spirit comes back and uses a car
0: as the instrument of his vengeance? No, but I have seen episodes of The Amazing Wraith. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: I guess those people use cars to further their goals.
0: Exactly. It's kind of the same thing.
1: Is it is it acceptable to make fun of
0: people with lisps? I suppose. Mm-hmm. See, when I'm when I say shit like that, I think less that I'm making fun of some somebody with a lisp, and more I'm making fun of the way that language works.
1: Mm, I see. I thought you were going to say I'm less making fun of somebody with a lisp and more specifically making fun of a gay guy with
0: a lisp. Right. And not just any gay guy, a specific one.
1: Yeah, a a particular one. You who know, later I will punch. You know who you are, fag. Anyway, hey now, that's unacceptable. <laughs> uh boy, they, you know, they, they 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 were in classic Tarantino form tossing around nigger nigger nigger. I Don Johnson Don Johnson's in it and was pretty good. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio was pretty good in it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is weird in it. Um, I don't know. I recommend it.
0: Yeah, I, I will probably see it, but I'll probably wait for video. Got a dog? Well, you have
1: to now uh, because of the dog. <laughs> What's the dog's name?
0: Uh, well, the story with the dogs was that they were. There was a litter of twelve puppies that were born on a farm, and the farmer didn't want any puppies, so he took them to the garage, to the barn and started shooting them with a shotgun. So uh, they wanted to name all the puppies after weapons, so we named ours Remington. Okay, or Remy for short.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So you took a cool name and figured out a way to make it gay.
0: What's wrong with Remy?
1: I mean French. It's French.
0: It's the rat from Ratatouille. You like Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, uh, Uh-huh. Okay.
1: You could could have named him Patton Oswald. I could have... Called him Patty for short.
0: You could have named him Patent Leather. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Called him Patty for short. Mm. You could have named him George S. Patton. Oh, I could. Called him George. I could have named him Georges Surah. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. So, how did...
1: Was someone from the Humane Society there
0: mid-shotgunning? No, a neighbor heard the gunshots came to the house, asked that he be allowed to take the puppies away instead of the puppies continuing to get shot. Okay.
1: What are the other puppies' names from the litter?
0: Well, the rest of them have been adopted I have no idea well, the rest of them that, that guy drowned yeah <laughs> please stop shooting those puppies okay <laughs> we need to conserve
1: bullets for the impending zombie apocalypse right um well so you don't know any of the names of the other puppies you just know that they were supposed to be named after weapons yep I think I probably would have gone for scythe
0: well like firearms though what Right, so like Winchester, but then you get Winnie Bushmaster Colt. This is my dog Colt. Colt. This is Winnie my... and Colt. These are my dogs,
1: Winnie and Colt. <laughs> I think they might actually be horses. <laughs> this is my horse dog. <laughs> this is my horse Woof and puppy. <laughs> um, <laughs> a horse named bark would be pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I've been through a desert on a horse named bark.
1: Um, Tommy. See, Tommy. Yeah, that's a real name. It's also a gun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about naming animals, just straight up people names, though. You don't think the other cats that are in our uh, house right now are named Philip and Walter? Okay, it's weird. It's like having two two other dudes in the house. Like, why aren't your names cat names instead of people names? You know, do you feel feel that
1: way about Ada?
0: Cat names like Cricket and Zool. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Like nerd cat names. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was that was I think the moment where I knew that uh, Chainsaw Suit the web comic was was really good when he was like, "This is my dog Ripley," and no, before you ask, it's not named after a thing from frickin' aliens. Why does everybody think that? Anyway, this is my cat Wayland Utani. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. I'm trying to think of other good guns to name a M1 Garand,
0: AK forty-seven. We could have named him Ar fifteen,
1: Ar fifteen.
0: It's like Aris. Yeah. Okay. I guess we could have gone with Kalishnikov. Then, what do you call him for short?
1: Kalishnikov. You don't need a short. Like, if why would you? I've never understood using short names. Or, like, why didn't you just give the fucking thing a short name if you want a short name?
0: Well, maybe you want to call, I don't know, Zachary. Why would you ever use a nickname for anything? My, okay,
1: so <laughs> if the person chooses on their own to use a shortened version of their own name, that is a different thing, right? Like, but choosing something's name so that it can be shortened. When you, I did not get to make up my name, right? This is what I'm saying. Okay. You do get to make up that. I mean, I could see choosing a name that cannot be shortened, right? Because you explicitly don't want that to happen. Right. I uh, I am torn because the, the name that I am the most fond of for uh, uh, some future son that may or may not ever exist is a name that is shortenable to a name that I don't particularly like. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: that being that being Henry and Hank. Yeah. Although I think that maybe Hank, I think that maybe nobody knows that anymore.
0: Yeah, I think we're just about done with Hank.
1: Um, although I don't know, I haven't I haven't run into anybody named Henry in a really long time.
0: I will bet that that's one that is in the rotation to come back. Yeah, I mean, men's names tend to, right? Well, like, when we were looking for a name for Ollie, we, for Oliver, because we didn't just name him Ollie, because we we're assholes, apparently. But, uh... No, I'm saying, like... When we were looking for for bit, a name bit. for Oliver, we, that, hadn't, you know, like, yeah, we hadn't seen anybody, any kids named Oliver around at all. But once we started going uh, out in the world, there were just tons of them. And all about I assume that you
1: named him after James Kochalka's son
0: Oliver. Yep, that's what happened. But uh yeah, there are weird undercurrents of zeitgeist around names, I think. Yeah. Where everybody has the same thought process. I need this I need a name that's not a bunch of people have that is maybe not used but not archaic, and they just kind of all land on the same eight or nine names. Which is why yeah. I had I graduated with, like, six Joshes. Mm-hmm.
1: I am okay with that. You know, I mean, uh, like, my dad named me Zachary because he wanted... He went through his whole life as Joe Johnson and mm-hmm. wanted me to not, not have to wait in line a lot longer than is necessary so that they could look me up in shit. Right. Because I was one of a hundred Joe Johnsons. Um, so, I mean, they just picked a name that was uncommon at the time but then it became common and that's what happens yeah there were i don't know there were three or four Zachs at the high school when i was at the high school i guess right so is not so many i don't meet a lot of people named zach
0: i don't think there are so many Zachs in the world
1: i mean there persons.
0: were there were a couple Zachs in our like in our high school There was a Zach Garfield, maybe a Zach. There was Zach Johnson. Remember that guy?
1: Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? I oh, bet he turned into a real clown.
0: Probably nothing.
1: Most likely to clown is what they said in his yearbook photo.
0: <laughs> Most likely to clown.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's what I wish my quote had been. That. <laughs> I would feel pretty proud of that. I think, although I would have, if that had been my senior quote, I would have been staring at it for so long that I would be horrified by it. Also, there was no way I was going to be that funny back then. Hmm. Was, I mean, cl- "clown" is a verb, but you don't think of it that
0: way, right? You would think you know, like, we're like, most likely be a fireman.
1: Clown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta get some kids in high school. And force them to let us pick their senior quotes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what else? What else has gone on? What else have you done besides get a dog and see two movies? It's been since b-
0: before Christmas. No. We, yeah, we did a Christmas Eve show.
1: Yeah. How was your
0: Christmas? Christmas was good. The uh, we did the uh, opening of some. Like our presents and Santa presents with the boy at our house And then we went to The grandma and grandpa's house For the rest of the present opening And we just kind of hung out Put together some Legos We got him a huge Lego City Thing to put together So we all took turns assembling that For several hours Okay He's, he's graduated
1: to real Legos
0: Yeah for a while now He's been able to manipulate them enough That he likes to build them Mostly just the—he's interested mostly in the minifigs right now. Wait, for a
1: while then. I thought he was still—he was still on Duplo when I was there like
0: two months ago. No, he still has them, but okay. he—two months ago he also had a lot of Legos too.
1: I see. Why didn't you show me where those were?
0: Because I didn't want you to play with them. I don't know. Oh. Because you were barely here. You know, we had other stuff to do. I didn't want to show you the Legos and have you vanish.
1: Yeah, we had to go to that Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. The restaurant. Good times. English breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't trust a man that doesn't like a full English breakfast, Mr. Skullhead.
0: Yeah, those beans are fucking disgusting. I'm just going to put it out there.
1: I mean, I I guess if you just don't know from quality, you could believe that.
0: At like four in the afternoon with a hot dog, I might have some of those Heinz baked beans on the side, but first thing in the morning, fuck no.
1: Oh come on! You can eat anything first thing in the morning.
0: Breakfast yeah. foods aren't
1: breakfast foods for any real reason. It's just tradition. Hmm. Um, would you, uh, Somebody so somebody asked. Uh, this can go in the this can go in the pre questions part of the show. But uh, what'd you get? What'd you get your kid for Christmas?
0: Uh, so we got him the big Lego thing, right. Lego village. Got him a bunch of books, a guitar, some little things that you fill with water to different notes and play in the bathtub which is kind of cool a um, couple of cars a uh
1: like real cars?
0: yeah like a Rolls Royce and a Duesenberg mm-hmm.
1: I was trying to think of a, a make of car
0: and I could think that <laughs> <of> was Jetson <laughs> Yeah, a, a, uh, we got him a 2010 Jetson Esprit yep yeah. Jensen. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, what is it? I didn't. I don't recognize the second make. You got him a Rolls-Royce and a Dusseldorfer?
0: A Dusenberg. It's a oh, doozy. It's... That's why people say it's a doozy from the Dusenberg. It's a luxury car. Ah, huh, I've never heard of that. That's one of those things where you can't tell if I'm making fun of you, but I'm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Not in this case. The. Um... Oh, he likes the. You know the little vinyl figurines that you can paint on? Yes. It's like the money, and there are like 12 dozen of them, different ones now. We bought him a couple of those a while back that came with markers instead of paints, and he was just all over that, so we got him some of those too.
1: So, are they like washable, so you can do them over and over again? or?
0: No, and like the first time we bought them, I warned him about that, but he just said, no, I totally want these and and turns out fine he just he colors on them and then he sets them on a shelf and there they sit
1: hmm. it's good to read that hoarding instinct in, into them early
0: yeah like look you're creating collectibles yeah I don't know so he got a lot of art supplies because that's most of what he does when he's at home just that's cool coloring and drawing and so he you know, can those. be
1: trusted with books
0: these days. Oh yeah, since he was like two. Okay. I have some books I
1: have some books that I want to get him. When is he when is his birthday?
0: Uh fourteenth of of January.
1: Oh. Oh, well okay. I better get on that. <laughs> I'm gonna send you some books for your son for his birthday. Um We had uh, we had the mothers over for Christmas. We hung out. Okay. Right, right. We uh I made some. I made some more glug. I learned how to make some glug for our holiday party that we had. That was pretty good.
0: How do you make glug? What do you do? Uh, I found a
1: well. I found a glug recipe online. Mm. I don't know where this came from. I think I was just like maybe there was a boing like a boing boing article that pointed to like a list of traditional hot holiday drinks.
0: Uh,
1: uh, I was like, ah, oh, glug sounds pretty good. It is uh, like wine and brandy. And sugar and raisins and clove and cinnamon and orange peel. Mm. sort of it's just kind of like a mulled wine. Mm. But it's good. It's pretty good. You make a pot of it. Uh, you strain out the, uh, you strain out the raisins and the cinnamon sticks and the cloves at some point, you know, and the, and the orange peel. And uh, I did that by pouring it through a colander into another vessel and then pouring that vessel back into the pot. Uh, in such a way that caused it to catch fire and uh, burn my finger. Oh. That was pretty good. Uh, wasn't It wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, kitchen fires—they're good for you. Apparently, it's alcoholic enough to burn.
0: That's interesting that it would be with just brandy and wine together.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't exactly understand it. Uh, it. It's it's brandy wine and also some uh, port.
0: Hmm.
1: I forgot the port was an ingredient. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. My mom even liked it. My mom doesn't like things that are that are very alcoholic, and so if you want to get my mom drunk, give her some glug because she likes it and it is very strongly alcoholic. Right. Um, how's your kid taken to the guitar?
0: Oh, he, he doesn't really get it Yeah I thought that he was ready, but not quite. He'll sit there and kind of bang on the strings, uh, but he can't make his hand get all the way around it yet. Which, it's a little guitar, but it's not the littlest one you can get. Mm -hmm. And I guess he needed the littlest one you can get. Mm -hmm. But not in a year.
1: Do you you ever play the guitar for him? Like, does he know what it's supposed to do?
0: Yeah, I mean, he knows what I can make it do
1: at least. Make it sing, daddy, make it sing. That's what he says. Now make it shut up.
0: Well, see, I thought that if I I said, yeah, I played the guitar for him so he knows what it's supposed to sound like, I figured you would make some kind of crack about my guitar playing being shitty or something.
1: Your guitar playing is not shitty.
0: I I just expect you to to make fun of me sometimes.
1: No, I I mean, your singing is terrible. Right, right. So if you said you sang for him, I was like, oh, look, look, son, this is what this is what a a black woman can do if you give her enough years mm. yeah put a lot of flourishes on
0: things yeah
1: a lot of grace
0: notes yeah none of that is true mm-hmm. you're a strange fellow
1: yep oh man i like it when there's a note and then somebody just sings it
0: yeah that's pretty much what i do when i sing songs Oh, good. Yeah, you're. Uh, uh, they taught me how to do that in choir. Choir mm-hmm. class. They don't like you singing a whole bunch of extra notes because you're supposed to be harmonizing.
1: Oh. Yeah, but when when it's your turn to do the solo, that's when you really show them what you can do.
0: Yeah, I've I've never been one to to wail.
1: You do that squeaky Mariah Carey thing? Oh, yes, cool. I
0: I totally do that. <laughs> oh man. That's the worst thing.
1: <laughs> it's impressive, I guess,
0: that you, you can know, slam your vocal cords together so tight that air comes through it like a balloon neck.
1: Yeah. to be able to do it uh, under control, right? Like that's I ha- and I mean I realize that this is just a skill that you can learn, but I find it nearly impossible to switch to falsetto and hit the note that i want to hit
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know which i guess that's i guess that's just a thing that you get better at unless it's like just a thing that some people can do and that's what determines that those people can be singers and occasionally go in falsetto
0: okay.
1: um, diminishes your range when you can't do
0: that yeah yeah i've never been much good in the falsetto <clears throat> you're mostly a rapper yeah, these days I'm more about exploring my hip hop career. I am, man. I've I've finished writing the song for Gleeb's that I auctioned off at uh, Columbus, so I just have to make my beats and then I'm gonna lay that down.
1: Yeah, it's a rap song.
0: Yeah, I mean that was what I auctioned off was I will write and perform a rap song for you and Gleeb's uh, Gleeb's put eighty bucks on the table for that. So nice.
1: Is it is it gonna be a rap song about
0: Gleeb's? I asked him what he wanted it to be about, and he he said it, he's been making a two D side scrolling game called Laser Mike, and he yeah. wanted it to be kind of about Laser Mike. So it's kind of okay. about that, and it's kind of about Glebes It's kind of about the world that we live in. Good. Yeah. That's cool. It says it,
1: you should you should point. put in something about how Laser Mike only has one frame of animation. Yeah. Yeah. I played Laser Mike. It's pretty good like it is a game he took it he took a game maker and he made a game and you can jump around and you can shoot stuff with lasers and you get various power-ups and there are bad guys to kill excellent and bees um well you want to take a break and then answer some kingdom of loathing questions from the kingdom of loathing forums radio show thread questions thread
0: let's see do I have songs we got songs all right we uh we um yeah about play some 15, Mariah Carey. About 15 minutes. I'm not going to play any Mariah I actually have a single Mariah Carey song on my iTunes, and it's All I Want for Christmas is You, and I have no regrets about that, because that song is great. Hey. And we're back. Hey. Hey, Mm -hmm. what are you... That sounded almost like an angry... Like, hey, what are you doing coming back? Ah." Yeah, I wasn't ready. I was ready. I tried to prepare you. I just
1: sat and looked at Reddit for 14 minutes. Hmm. Saw some
0: gore. Saw some boobs. Saw some bush and some gore. Yeah, that's what you do. That is what you do. Yeah, and every time I click on a Reddit link or hover over a reddit link so that I can see the image and it's gore I'm sad that I did that it's like well the title was dude killed by train why the fuck did I hover over this to see this image yeah Yeah. I'm never happy like I'm so glad I saw that like foot split in half yeah or like a dick
1: being cut in half with a rubber band
0: yep oh no that one was pretty cool yeah I never Was there a thing?
1: Uh, yeah and There was another one It was like about some guy Who his His pissed off girlfriend Threw a pot of boiling water On his crotch Oh yeah I saw that one That was pretty good See Mr. Scullet, It's like we're It's like we're right there In the same room together Looking at wounded dicks <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that bury, was a... bury
1: my knee at Wounded dick
0: <laughs> General Sherman's
1: last stand Wounded dick I'm gonna bury my knee In your dick thus was wounding it Uh, well, how about this radio thread questions?
0: Let's do it. Are we doing the, uh, radio show thread of procedurally generated questions?
1: Uh, yeah, that's the one, right? Okay, just to make sure I have the right thread. Uh, Lightwolf says, The tower of procedurally generated skeletons looks to have a really cool monster scaling mechanic. Seems like something that would be a fun challenge to do again every once in a while. So now that the technology exists, would you use this type of monster mechanic again in a future clan dungeon, or basement revamp, or even the naughty sorceress tower revamp? Um... Yeah, I could definitely see like using something like this in the basement. Uh, because, as somebody points out later in this thread, the basement mon- basement monsters are are kind of pussies. Mm. Uh, probably not. I probably wouldn't consider that kind of thing for the Nani Sorcerer's Tower. Uh, then he says there's been general confusion about which jars reset during rollover and which ones don't reset until you ascend. Also, the fact that you can only bottle one jar even if you have multiple empty jars is kind of weird as well. Are there any plans to make this more consistent or clear in game? Yeah, I like because they were all like worked on by different people and had various differences in what they consisted of. Uh, they do vary but i i don't like to just come out and say like because i don't think that there's any good way to any good place to say it
0: Hmm. uh
1: that you can do this one every day this one is once per ascension this one is once per lifetime which i mean there's only one that's like that but um yeah, it is weird. I, I mean the multiple empty jars thing is because is, is specifically because of the and we alluded to this on the Thursday show, I don't want people saving up jars so that when it becomes possible for them to get my jar, they can just get a hundred of them.
0: Hmm. Right?
1: Like that is explicitly what I don't want to have happen. And I really I really don't think that they're going to pile up like I think that people who are frustrated with this it will blow over they're not going to keep playing with the thing every day um, and getting new jars faster than they can fill them right <clears throat> uh, Wack was asking uh, Wack was the one that asked what you brought your kid for Christmas I need advice for next year and I'm not buying him a bong so fuck off that would have been my advice uh, how long does it take you to think up, design, and implement a standard item of the month, e.g. familiars, gear, bookshelf items, etc.? How do you balance these items? There isn't really a standard item of the month.
0: Right. I mean,
1: we, are, like, I would say that largely we don't decide what the item of the month is going to be until, yeah, a week to ten days before the end of the month. Mm. You know, and then there's some decisions that get made. This isn't always the case. I mean, sometimes, you know, for the old June familiars, we would do those for basically the whole month. Um, You know, and it really depends. Like, the items of the month are more or less work, depending on how complicated and novel they are, in a way that is just super crazy variable. Like, we're taking something for this month that Riff has already been working on for a long time and making it the item of the month. So it's going to be a bigger one in terms of the amount of work that it is. It also kind of, you know, different ones are different amounts of work for different people. Right. Right. The pen pal was, well, I mean, I guess the pen pal was a lot of work for me because of coming up with the items and what they were going to do and trying to balance those across hardcore and softcore and make them useful but not overpowered and stuff. But then it was a tremendous amount of work for you guys doing the writing. Right. Uh, do better items of the month, such as the Tome of Clip Art, generate more revenue, or do people tend to buy more Mysteries from the mall? Good items of the month absolutely generate more revenue. Like, there are... there, It, it is, like, twofold or more variability between a popular item of the month and, a, and an unpopular item of the month. And, I mean, I don't really... like. I generally don't look at how many of the things that we sell. I look at how much there is in donations. And so that's why I don't really differentiate between ones that are bought with Mr. A's from the mall and ones that are bought with recently donated for Mr. A's. I mean, it kind of doesn't matter, right? Every one of those Mr. A's represents 10 bucks that we got either, either now or fairly recently.
0: Right.
1: Um, 200 adventure rollover limit considering that it's much easier to get adventures now than it was 8 years ago can this be raised please I don't know that there's a really compelling case to change that Uh, P says have you ever replaced all instances of you in a song with Hugh and pretended that they're singing to Hugh Laurie me either but it seems kind of fun I would pretend that they were singing to Hugh Grant
0: Hmm. like
1: I like Hugh Laurie but I wouldn't sing a song to him not like that dreamboat Hugh Grant.
0: No, because someone like Hugh, I've been waiting for one like Hugh. I imagine the thing that we'll do. Mm-hmm.
1: All I want to do is zoom, a zoom, zoom, a zoom, and a boom, boom. Just shake Hugh's rump.
0: <laughs> um, what's
1: a what's a what's a good one?
0: I could say that Hugh make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> okay, that's
1: a little that's a little weird and not grammatically correct, but you could say that. Um, I will always love Hugh mm. Hugh believes that children are the future
0: no that would be Whitney Hugh Stun. Mm,
1: okay she does believe that that they are in fact the greatest gift of all I think that is weird. that actually Whitney Houston or are you just making fun of me
0: no they're the greatest love of all it's a Whitney Houston song
1: okay because I thought maybe you were making fun of me because I was off by 20 years or something <laughs> no because that's a, the kind of thing that it's I would like, do sometimes it's
0: like a Dion Warwick song or something
1: oh man i thought yesterday that i was just having one of those moments where all black people look alike but then i turned out to be right uh that this one guy was also this other guy
0: that will smith I, was also jamie fox
1: yeah my, my uh no my girlfriend was watching eureka uh on netflix and i was like is that miles dyson from terminator 2 like i don't know uh, Terminator 2 was a long time ago. That actor is probably 20 years older than this guy. Turns out it was the same guy.
0: Yeah. just. Black and then I remember you can't tell family. how old black yeah. guys are. Because they're immune to the sun. They were oh, burned yeah. before they were That's born. That's it. They don't,
1: get, they don't get the wrinkles. Mm. Yeah. Um. I wonder is it just because I also feel the same way about Asian dudes. Right. Is it just Outgroup homogeneity that makes it so it's harder to judge how old people are of races
0: that aren't your own. I think so. I and mean, Asian people think white dudes all look the same. So
1: yeah, but do they think that a fifty-year-old white dude with black hair looks the same as a twenty-year-old black white dude with black hair? A twenty-year-old black dude with white hair? It's super weird. <laughs>
0: um, so basically, Chris Tucker from Fifth Element.
1: Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking uh, for Hugh Grant. So Hugh Grant looks exactly like Chris Tucker in the Fifth Element, to, to a to a Chinaman. Oh boy! Uh, so I love the writing in the suspicious-looking guys' psychosis. Film noir is film noir is sweet. Salary ninjas are hilarious when writing it. Did you know how the whole thing was going to play out? Or did the climax involving them uh, the Mo addicts? and hey, that's not a spoiler. Come to you later. I can say I didn't see it coming. Uh no, we decided that the <clears throat> we were trying to figure out what the what the opium was gonna be. Hmm. And we decided, oh, we could make a little commentary about MMO players. Yeah. Um So yeah, the the plot arc was, was generally laid out uh, before Riff started filling in the write ins. Uh <clears throat> Pardon me, sorry about all this throat clearing felony says any celebrations planned for kol's 10th anniversary at the end of the month i probably not i don't actually know what the date of the launch was Mm. um i've never really bothered to reconstruct it
0: yeah people assume that it's from the link on the old asymmetric site right yeah but that that was
1: that was not it i don't think cuz
0: that was february 11th right. which
1: i believe that it was before
0: that it was definitely in 2003 though right
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely it was it was like early 2003 definitely right. um i had started dating formally like to the point where she was coming into town to visit me the girl that i met at your christmas party right um which means that some amount of time passed but not a huge amount of time
0: mm-hmm.
1: we could probably look at her pay stubs and reconstruct the date on which I made the the first sheet of art it was like also right around the time I got that job right Yeah, man I don't remember man um yeah, I, we're more inclined, I think, to do something for the 11th anniversary than the 10th. Right. Um, and yeah, also, I don't want to have to plan some giant thing. I am super happy to just get into some sort of, like, rote work of just, like, oh, today I went through and put stat recommendations on every zone, and okay. tomorrow I'm going to go write funny stories about why they're too dangerous uh, instead of just the default, this, is, this zone may, might be too tough for you thing. Been writing a lot of word realms taunts. So have you?
0: Yeah, we're chasing each other. I never want to stop when I'm like two or three ahead of you because then you'll think that I'm just getting up ahead of you and then stopping. But I never want to stop when I'm two or three behind you either. Yeah, I just never want to stop.
1: Yeah, I I tend to stop when I start cycling through five or six of them and nothing comes to me. Yeah. Because I think, well, I'm going to leave these for somebody else. Or I'm just going to leave these for a while and come back tomorrow. I never... I'm having a really hard time figuring out how the juice for those works. Because some days I can just effortlessly do 100. And some days it is all I can do to squeeze out 20.
0: I think it's just the words themselves. Like, I finally taken to forcing them if I come across the same word six or seven times over a couple of days I know that nobody else is finding anything for that too so I just come up with something to put in there. Yeah. It's
1: nice watching that percentage get higher. Yeah that is super fun. Um, although it sucks that it only that the rate only gets slower over time because we're tending to focus on the words that have been played a lot. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, WVO Coin says On the Thursday show You wondered how many Consumable meats there are This made me curious And I went looking Here's what I found I didn't include weird meats Like cat, bat, rat, gnat And long pork Because they're obviously Food in the kingdom I also didn't include fish Because I think it's part Of the kingdom mythos That fish meat is food And not currency Is that true? Uh sure yeah, Except fish also drop meat mm-hmm. uh, Anyway Want to try to explain These away? Black forest ham Double bacon Beelzeburger Brimstone chicken sandwich Corned beef Reuben Green ham pot Fancy beef jerky Uncooked chorizo Chorizo taco Liver and let pie I love that one <laughs> Dead meat bun Knob sausage Knob sausage stir fry Sausage pizza uh, Foods that only mention Meat in the item description Are the frozen banquet And the ancient frozen dinner Both of which have Salisbury steak jokes in them uh, Club sandwich And au jus Uh Burgers that don't mention Being made of meat are white citadel burger And extra greasy slider
0: So it looks like We don't have any beef Except for the beef jerky no except for corned beef, Reuben. Yeah. Except for what? Except for the corned beef Reuben and the beef jerky. Oh, the beef jerky. Okay. Yeah. Looks like we don't have any chorizo. Are you listening to dubstep over there by any chance?
1: No, sorry. it it is it is weird. Sometimes the garage like the I'm the studio is above the garage and sometimes when the garage door opens, you can't hear it at all on the mic and sometimes you can. Hmm Um, also yes I'm listening to dubstep okay good sorry yes and
0: it's great I'm still trying to understand what makes a thing a dubstep and I've listened to several examples where people say this is dubstep and I go okay this sounds like some techno I don't I don't know where the dubstep gets dubstep.
1: I think a specific moment at which the bass drops mm. <clears throat> is critical to dubstep. I think there has to be
0: some wub. Right. Um, Maybe I've been looking for that wub in all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you know, I
1: think what I might like, I don't particularly care. You know, I know that there are a lot of distinctions between different schools of electronic music right? Uh, that are they they are similar to distinctions between uh, varieties of wine in that I just don't really care.
0: Right.
1: You know I'll drink a glass of wine and sometimes it's like oh that wine's pretty good and sometimes it's like that wine wasn't very good but I think that has more to do with whether I'm in the mood for wine or not than any qualities of the wine because they really all kind of taste the same to me.
0: Yeah someone asked me like I'm drinking some wine right now and if someone asked what kind of wine it was, I would say red wine. Yeah. And if they pressed me, I would say, well, my mother-in-law signed me up for a wine of the month club through Rolling Stone magazine last Christmas. So uh, every couple of months, we got three bottles of wine that were a blend based on a specific band. And Really? This is, yeah. This is Pink Floyd's Dark of the Moon uh, red wine. And boy, does it taste like Pink Floyd's Dark of the Moon. Huh. Yeah, I, I couldn't make that up. We She signed us up for a... Like, it was cool. We got, like, 12 bottles of wine over the last year. But they were all, like... The first one was the police's synchronicity, like, a mix of sauvignon and cabaret or, or whatever. Cabaret. Yeah. Cabern- Cabernet? Cabernet. Mm-hmm. A cabinet.
1: It's a mix of beef bourguignon Ernest Borgnine right. at the in the cast of Cabaret. Ernest Borgnine might have been in Cabaret for all I know.
0: Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um
1: <clears throat> I did I do have to say that that I got that uh, Scotch Advent calendar. Hmm. And if I drank three or four of those in a row, which I I frequently did because my surgery recovery and then lead into my surgery where i didn't drink were a big section of the middle of advent calendar territory right um i could definitely note distinctions between them right like some of them are smokier than others some of them and this i think is just largely a product of the alcohol content some of them like hurt your tongue more than others right um but yeah i don't Yeah, even something that I really like which is whiskey I don't I don't really know how to characterize subtle differences between them or even recognize those subtle differences in a lot of cases like I would not be able to I mostly drink Maker's Mark but I would not be able to in a blind taste test tell you the difference between Bullet and Maker's Mark I don't think I don't know if there is any difference between them Right. maybe they're literally the same product just in different bottles. Uh, Kamul says, any plans for new clan dungeons, or is there one coming soon? Uh, there's always one coming soon. There are a bunch of plans, but none of them are exciting enough or complete enough to really act on. So this is one of those things where eventually I just have to decide, alright, I need to pick one of these things and make it happen, and then just do the thing that I hate to do, which is to sit down and force out the other third of a thing that wasn't easy to conceive of. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, well, all this is garbage and I hate it and it sucks and everybody's gonna hate it. Um Child says, Willie cunt come fuck poo vagina, bum the baps beside his sleeping berth. That was in fact the line that I was looking for.
0: What line is that now? Uh
1: it was the one... It was the funniest moment in Bum Rape Island. Oh, right, right. Um, that Um Yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> I thought Bum Rape Island was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. No, it was. I mean,
0: it... What, is, what does BAPS mean? I don't know. When, uh, black American princesses? I don't think that's what they were talking about. Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, it... Because it doesn't make any sense in context. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it may refer to uh, Bokasanwazi, Akshar Purushotam, Swaminarian Swam Swaminarayan, since the a faction of the Swaminarayan faith.
0: Oh, that makes sense then.
1: Yeah. Oh, a slang term for breasts. There we go. That makes a lot more sense. I knew it was probably some British thing. A joke about something. Having gotten that out of the way, what's the plan for this year's foldable or unpackable? You've done all five elements, physical and prismatic, so... Checkmate? Check. Uh, The snowsuit was the foldable. Yes, indeed. The current item of the month is the foldable one. Uh, The Dog Delusion says, I know there was quite a bit of this in the previous show, but I just wanted to say that the new content familiar is incredible. The art, mechanics, writing, and general feel of everything about it makes me proud to be a player of this game. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm pretty fucking proud of this thing. I think we all did a really good job. Yes, indeed. And I think we should all stand around sucking each other's dicks for like six months.
0: Sounds good. Well, we we should start working on the next one by November at the latest. Yep. Question. Now that you guys are coming off the Crimbo Crunch and probably getting ready
1: to settle back into a more regular schedule, what do you think some of your 2013 goals are for the kingdom? Particular revamps? Challenge paths? Super secret projects? Uh, I would like to get through the quest revamps this year. Uh, I mean, challenge paths we have to do. All right. um, I got a good bit of groundwork for uh, Avatar of done the other day. I think uh, probably one more trip to the coffee shop. And then a good solid week of digging into that, and there will be a there will be a testable version of it for the dev kids. Uh, I would like to I would like to make some progress on the C, but I have always would liked that. Mm. Um, if we can get Word Realms out before March, I I think that what I want to do is just while we are in San Francisco, what we are doing is working on the C and finishing the C. Because I I don't know why I always think that a change of scenery is the perfect balm for a a stalled project. But it often is, Yeah, for me, door. at least. Um, hmm. Zyxafoge says, The 90 Sorceress does not remove any of the flavor of magic effects, not the hot one anyway. I'm guessing the others work the same way. Bug or feature? If it is a feature, how about a sauce potion that gives you one of those effects? Aren't those intrinsics now? That's, that would be why she doesn't remove them. Um, because that's more like a stance that you're in rather than a an effect that you have at this point. Right. She doesn't. She wouldn't get rid of uh, that thing that makes your sword a club either. If I have an outfit that includes a halo and empty hands, and I switch to that outfit, I generally find I'm wearing I'm not wearing nothing in my hands. How about changing it so equipping the outfit removes the absence of emptiness? No, because changing it to do that would suddenly cause behaviors that a bunch of people who are accustomed to the way that it works now don't like so every once in a while when somebody asks for something like this it's it, we're stuck in that position where it has to work in some way and yeah I, ideally there would be something where you could like toggle a slot for actually keep this empty mm. right like if you could when you were defining an outfit if you there was like a little check box next to each thing on the paper doll of your character where your gear all showed up Um, Not a question. With all the excitement over jars of psychoses, let's not forget the other jar-dropping familiar. My unconscious collective excretes jars of boring but useful spleen consumables, and I am very happy with this. Free resting is nice, too. Are those jars boring? I guess they are just a single item, which is boring compared to a huge, sprawling content familiar.
0: With 62 uh, monsters
1: in, like, 15 zones.
0: Yeah. We should have made... uh... We should have made the jars that are the spleen item. We should have made, like, 20 different jars. Yeah, why not? And they would all do uh, the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, the free rest thing. I, you know, was kind of expecting people to be pissed off about that, but nobody has been so far. Uh, part of me wonders if maybe they don't know about it hmm. broadly. But people must know about it. Um, you know, something that, that I... Uh, didn't uh, The Crackpot Mystic Psychoses Zone I came up with the idea for what that was going to be and then I really I really agonized over the tone of it and was super nervous about putting it out there the way that it is like it, it came out more lighthearted than I anticipated but You know, I mean, that's what happens. And it kind of, it it strikes me as weird that, like, content in which the enemies, like, go out of their way to remind you of your own mortality or tell you that you are worthless or tell you that your girlfriend doesn't really like you and say all these horrible, mean things about you does not upset Anywhere near as big a portion of the player base As a dick joke Well, yeah and again, I mean, that's weird That seems weird to me Because I did not have any compunctions at all About the smut works. Right? Never occurred to me Oh, maybe this is a thing that shouldn't be in the game Which I very much Felt that way about The Mystic Zone stuff hmm. And It's, I don't know, man Maybe Maybe I am just so far from being able to understand how other people are going to feel about stuff that I should just never trust my instincts about that. Because I, I did it in spite of all the doubts that I had about it. And then just, not like, nobody even mentioned it. A thing that I thought would be pretty controversial, no one mentioned it at all. Yeah. that's weird.
0: I was I really mean, impressed with that zone, though the the way that it's structured and the way the structure feeds into the subtext and I know I shouldn't say subtext when trying to compliment you but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah I was really impressed by what it was about and how the form of it fit what it was about so well and that it was about something a little more than our stuff is usually about I don't know I thought it was a a little slice of art that you put in this yeah and
1: I I I think that's why I was scared I mean I think maybe I was scared because it was either going to be offensive or it was going to come out really pretentious.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Because I did feel like it was pretty pretentious. But, I mean, I guess maybe it's not pretentious if it actually does what it sets out to do, you know, rather than aspiring to some loft that it doesn't have. And, I mean, I guess the, the choice adventures, the writing in the choice adventures grounds it back in, like, this is a video game. Right. Kind of thing. But... I don't. Uh, I need to figure out something to do when it ends uh, because right now it's like super anticlimactic. Hmm. It's well, like the zone's closed and nobody even says anything to you.
0: That's how we roll. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it needs to at least have a reward. I, I what I was thinking about doing, and I don't know, was either having him give you a pad, like a pile of some new color of pixels that uh, unlocks some new recipes for some sort of after cory kind of stuff right. in there, or just to unlock a new tier of things that can be built for Aftercore with the regular mm. recipes, so it's like a thing that uh, or the regular pixels, I mean, so it's just like a thing that you, you do to set up having him more broadly useful than just the guy who makes that key
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but, I, but then I don't know if I'm somehow violating something about the spirit of this familiar by having any of it tie back in to the real version of the person Right. Right, because it doesn't do anything for them. I mean, this isn't like Word Realms. You're not fixing it for them.
0: Right. You're just exploring it.
1: And I mean, I guess even in even in, in Psychonauts, do you ever change anybody by playing their levels?
0: I never played Psychonauts. Huh.
1: It's... I would find it hard to recommend it to you, although I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Like, I don't know if the if the difficulty that I experienced in the actual gameplay of it, which was lessened the second time around, uh, for whatever reason, the second time I tried to play it, um, it's it's really really cool as a narrative, like. Like, the the conceits of the game are just really, really cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. But gameplay-wise, the difficulty makes it fall down a little bit. For me, it's like there is this amazing thing that is actively trying to prevent me from experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. In in a way that frustrates me. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Unconscious Collective and those free rests. That was the thing that we were... I think hot stuff was. We were just trying to figure out, like, well, we should. Do, there should be something else that this does, right? Because the whichever one, the groose, in addition to giving you the the spleen item, also is the thing that unlocked the uh, uh, everything is in Seuss mode, right? Mode, uh, and so we wanted to. I want. I wanted to do a thing with dreams and then hot stuff was like well why don't we make it operate on the dreams that you have in this game where the in the part where you have dreams like oh okay and then that just also seemed like a neat additional feature to have on it right the free rest but i mean it is it's pretty i guess it's power creep but i guess it's power creep that isn't particularly important to anyone right and it's also i mean You technically have to have this thing now, but you also, if you really don't want to give us any money for it, you have a year to farm the meat to buy two Mr. Accessories. Right. See you. A long time ago, says Rast. Uh, I asked if it would be possible to have the elemental foldables work like the Loathing Legion knife, even if you do still take damage. This was just an ease-of-use issue. And the answer was that it was worth looking into. Just wondering if you still think it's worth consideration. Also, can it be made so you can push a button more than once or push multiple buttons in the Greatest American Pants interface? That would make my life a whole lot easier. Thanks. I wonder if there's a way that we can make that work better now that we have the ability to leave a choice adventure in the middle. Yeah, that is I mean it is worth looking at it's a question of whether I'm going to remember this when I'm actually sitting down and able to do anything about it um, um, man you know what I was super happy with what in the in the, the grossed yeah. I think that is my favorite monster that I've ever um, <laughs> and then I think the, the the drawing actually turned out pretty good too yeah I yeah, did I don't usually I don't usually want to pat myself on the back but when I was trying to think of monsters made of meat I was like wait a minute gross
0: <laughs>
1: and I was pretty proud of myself um HKC says, Jake, at least a couple times you've mentioned listening to classical music while you bang out some sweet code. Is it always stuff from your collection or are you listening to some online radio kind of thing that we could check out? I listen to the classic station or the classicalstation.org now and then and it's good but I'd give alternatives a try. No, I only ever listen to Franz Liszt's Hungarian Rhapsodies for the piano uh. when, I'm, when I'm listening to classical music and working. Um, it is, it's pretty inoffensive. Like, it's very good Uh, but it's pretty inoffensive it's not it's not I think it would be harder for me to work with like this sort of thunderous booming triumphant classical music playing right Um, yeah Uh, Vernicio says has there ever been a 100% temporary blind run to your knowledge without mental acuity of course I don't I don't know man I don't know um, Angie on Q says, Well, Grandma Sea Monkey, wake up and reveal the new underwater zone anytime soon. Uh, perhaps show us how to craft with marine aqua marines, marine prayer beads, and pristine fish scales. Can you add about it? Uh, yeah, yes, of course, man. We definitely plan on finishing that someday. I figured out a way to handle something that had been really worrisome to me uh, about how to proceed from the sea stuff, and. Chris Moyer was kind of making fun of me because he was like, whatever, man, this was never a big deal. You're stupid, you dummy. That's what he said to me. Um on Q continues. Can you add a Bounty Hunter's jetpack to the Bounty Hunter's rewards item so no conflicts with the Flaming Pink shirt and it only needs plus 10% item drops for 15 luger?
0: Yeah. We should, I mean, like, adding stuff to the Bounty Hunter is something that's always on our list, right? I
1: mean, it's always on our list of shit people constantly tell us they want us to do. Right. Um, curious, how are players in low ascension hardcore supposed to clear the 50% item drops to the level 9 quest without fetching a semi-rare or burning a lucre? I answered this on the last show, but they're not. They're supposed to get a semi-rare or, or do that. And then somebody else points out that there are ways to do it. Uh, Canifier forty says, "Would you ever consider making the procedurally generated tower reset each ascension, even if you can't receive a sword at the top a second time?" I didn't want to do it that way because, like, there were there were definitely like people in dev saying people are not going to like that they can only do this once. I would rather disappoint that small number of people than disappoint all of the people who will go through it again, expecting there to be a reward on top of it again. Right? The the basement is similar to this and it resets, but you keep getting the reward over and over again. You get something for it every time, and that just isn't how I want this thing to work. Um, I really love the content. I don't want future players to screw themselves out of Manuel Facts. I also, I think that that is like, I think that you are worrying about something that may never affect anyone, and let's wait and see if that happens to anybody to see if it's a real problem or not. Um, So this would be awesome and balanced because you wouldn't be getting a shot at re-rolling your sword. Maybe some kind of random boost. Spleen food could be procedurally generated and set at the top. Credit for this idea to Captain J. Sparrow. Thoughts? Yeah. Also, would it be possible that the Mystic Zone reset once you complete it? It was a lot of fun, and I'd love the opportunity to do it more times without ascending. Yeah, I need to figure out what I want it to do at the end, and if it just gives you some reward, then I don't have a problem with people playing it multiple times in an ascension. Um, But if it, like is more like unlocking something than I'm going to leave it at once per ascension, and I just haven't decided yet. Uh, Twillow says, given how important clovers have become recently, will you consider adding the Hermitigation skill to remove this randomness? It would be super cool. Have clovers become important recently?
0: Not that I know of.
1: I yeah. I thought they were always important. I mean, they're important to me. They're number one in my heart. Q uh, Lu says, have you made any decisions about how the class accommodations are going to work? Inquiring minds would like to know. Please, pretty please with sugar on top. We have not made any decisions yet. Sorry. Um, you know, we just got to figure it out. I, and I don't, I know that people want to know ahead of time because that's going to drive their behavior, but like, go for leaderboards if you want to go for leaderboards, you know? Like, yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that I know that the rewards that you get for stuff, even when the reward is nothing except a line of text on your player profile, are what drives the behavior to to do those things. And so, it's lame for me to say, "Don't let it."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Forget I said that. We let says. Jake is the draw mechanic for the jick jar actually spadeable. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am confident that people will figure out some things about it um it won't become predictable um but I think I think that people will figure out how it works uh Arvanganto says could there be a way to choose when the Abu clue starts the horror it's weird that when you're killing ghosts if one drops you have to stop what you're doing and boost your elemental resistances and HP thank you very much for the content in that zone by the way that is a good question um I would not be super averse to making that start the choice adventure on a use link on the item rather than having it work the way that it works now. Um, So I might consider that. Let's see. On a scale of 1 to ten, one being we ain't touching that can of worms with a 10-foot pole, and 10 being we can't sleep at night because this isn't being done, how likely is it that you'd rebalance old items of the month and clan basement rewards? Uh, I don't know that that is a linear scale. um I'm not. Maybe I'm not afraid to to do it. I just don't want to.
0: What's um, like we don't feel a need to so much. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I,
0: yeah.
1: There was supposed to be a third question here, but I forgot what it was, so I guess I'll just compliment you on a kick-ass crimbo. Well, thanks. Magical Muffetop says, Kind of bummed I didn't get the Crimbo familiar. Wondering about the only corn cop who fought the mech and didn't realize they had lost. I cannot say for sure, but I don't remember getting beaten up, which may have led me to believe that I had won. I totally understand why the decision was made to only send the fam to people who had uh, who had won. Just wondering if a lot of people also missed out. I always really enjoy Crimbo and play all the content, and this is the first year I've not gotten the Crimbo fam. That sucks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, like... I wonder if it was actually unclear, right? Or if, or if that was just a mistake. You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't gotten any reports other than this one, but you know, forums aren't super representative, and, uh, or what? What just to say, forums aren't super comprehensive. Maybe they're representative. I doubt it.
0: Uh, I think maybe there's a lot
1: of people who didn't get what was going on and and aren't telling us.
0: I mean, it is a thing that's different than the rest of the stuff in the kingdom. Yeah, because uh, I mean, it, it's, not- it's not... a fight, and you yeah. do... And I know that people get kind of in a mode where they're not reading text, but, yeah, in, that, in this case, you, you have to read a, a little bit of text. I actually tried to keep that short, like, every section pretty short as I was writing it, mm-hmm. so that people would read it, but, you know... Some people ain't it was already. fucking great um,
1: I mean also the behavior when you go talk to Uncle Krimbo changes
0: like yeah you wouldn't know that it was supposed to and hadn't though right
1: well I mean I think you were locked out of making toys until you like once you got to that stage I think you couldn't make any more toys until you finished it. Hmm. I think Perhaps. I could be wrong about that
0: I think he says you should probably get back in there. I don't know if he stops making toys, but he he says something about you should probably get back in there and do stuff. Uh,
1: do you understand what Casey Wiederman is on about? Why won't the error glow beside an arriving competitor? Why can't the obstruction torture an emotional pedantry? How does the emergency corn harden opposite the tip?
0: Whatever you're smoking, Casey Weiderman, let us have some. Yeah, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, Symar points out that you can closet the Abu Clue, but I don't. I don't like anything that requires you to use the closet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I mean, even if it just gave you like a folded up Abu Clue and you had to use it to unfold it, and the thing triggered when you had it unfolded. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. Mxc points out how easy it is to get fifty percent uh, items in Bad Moon. Easy. I mean, you got to know all that shit. Um, I've wondered if the level nine revamp and class act were intentionally rolled out in concert to give folks added impetus to come up with new ways through these challenges. Well, they were rolled out in concert on purpose because making dramatic changes to the length of ascensions in the middle of a competitive season or like especially like towards the end of a competitive season is uh, it just seems like a bad idea um we're all about consolidation of all the fucking deadlines
0: also yeah there I was would... a, there was an idea at some point to make the the level of resistance required for those Scale with ascensions, or go up with ascensions, so that it would start at a more manageable level for new yeah. players. Yeah, did that go anywhere?
1: Um, no. You know, I mean, I'm I I think that I was okay with it. I just didn't do it. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, it's that doesn't seem like a terrible idea to me. Um, yeah, and they point out that it's... It's also just, I mean, I guess... The, and we, we talked about this a little bit on the Thursday show also, but that one, because of the way that it's written, it doesn't... It's it's really dissatisfying to to just plow through it the automatic way.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I wouldn't change it because I really like the way that it works, but it's, you know, it doesn't feel like the other two in that, well, if I can't do what I'm... if I can't do the trick, I just play it until it resolves itself.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to.
1: Yeah. Um, Janili right, says, these basement has a bunch of monsters. One blocks spells, one blocks weapon attacks, one is immune to physical, one always gets the jump. The ears and stone aren't improved. The ears are just a normal monster. The stone takes half from physical, but also has half HP, so he just takes double from elemental. Nothing blocks combat items. Hint, hint. Um... I would really like for The Basement to be totally redone and maybe have it be all monsters. Hmm. Because it really bugs me that the weird off challenges are the actual stopping point, which I would like for there to be monsters that are hard for people to kill Right in this video game about killing monsters. Um, Although, you know, having the, the way The Mystic Zone works... And having there not be widespread, like, revulsion at the uh, stat capping things, that is an interesting trick to have in our arsenal. Because that, you know, just lowering your stats temporarily in ways that are mitigatable but you require some thought, uh, that's, that's pretty interesting to me. And I'm glad that it technically worked, and I'm glad that it didn't, like... You know, because that is the kind of thing that it's like, oh, I went to this zone and it took away almost all of my MP because I'm level 9,000. Yeah. Uh, and I was I was worried that that was going to upset people, but I haven't heard anybody complain about that yet. I'm sure they will now. I'm sure they'll also start complaining about the writing, too. Uh, also, as for dual-wielding weirdness, uh, Rage Neely continues, there's the fact that things in your offhand aren't checked sometimes, and there, I think there's still a skill-granting weapon that gets weird text when the weapon's in the offhand. Ah, uh, yeah, that's probably true. Normally, those now i can't even say normally i'm really inconsistent about the way that i handle that stuff i'm pretty sure that like anything that triggers on critical only triggers on a main hand equipped thing and that is specifically because i don't want to deal with multiples of those going off at the same time um which is not an issue with things that grant conditional skills Uh, whatever weird text thing you're talking about if you think of it uh submit a bug report because that should be something we can deal with. Uh, And then he links to some other uh, other questions that uh, we came in after we got through the thread on Thursday. Uh, Neely wrote, uh, Nemesis stage two wandering assassins currently pop up repeatedly until you get strong enough to fight the next one. This makes it difficult to justify killing the nemesis in the dark and dank and sinister cave as soon as possible because until you hit 90 stat, you're going to keep getting wandering assassins by which time the nemesis is easy. Please do something. Um. okay I can imagine that being frustrating not really sure what the right way to handle that kind of thing is because it's like supposed to be a surprise
0: okay.
1: you know you're being assassinated Numbat says, can we get an option to buy an item for a large amount of meat that will prevent rollover from reducing turns to 200? I've seen people log in without enough time to play 300 plus turns with only a few minutes, and they refuse to work for bartender like I tell them to. Uh, Now, like, it's their own fault if they refuse to spend turns in bulk, and would rather spend them not at all. Also, this doesn't make any sense. You're saying that these people already have too many turns and you want them to get more. No, I'm saying you don't want them to lose them at a rollover. I get it. Can't understand now. Uh, Kodakun says, any chance of am an going Angel replacement in the nearish future? I don't know.
0: What is it that the Angel does that people like?
1: It uh, does that thing where you shoot an arrow at a monster and then that monster comes back at you a few turns later. Um, was that two years ago in February? I think it was. Mm. I think it's two years old. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just another one of those things. You fax and arrow, and those are your tools for manipulating the queue in and, and hardcore. You're not all faction tools for manipulating the queue. Um, I, am, I am open to that idea. It would hopefully we wrote that in a way where it will make sense for it to have the same encounter something else that makes a monster fall in love with you and then you fuck it with your weapon maybe it'll be like a smut a little smut orc buddy
0: oh that sounds like a great idea
1: that sits on your shoulder jacking off into your ear see this stuff writes itself Mr. Skelet. right Solve Sweet 2012, guys. I really enjoyed it. In fact, I think it's my favorite year of playing this game so far. Um, so, what the hell is the deal with the mariachis? I mean, sure, accordion thieves need to steal stuff from somebody, but why not say from French dudes with horizontally striped shirts? Those guys kind of look like mimes, and everybody hates a mime. I love the mariachis, especially when they get that real surprised look on their face after realizing that blocking a sword thrust with one of those tiny guitars is the last terrible idea they'll ever have. But seriously, why mariachis? I
0: don't know. You just, I mean, you just love mariachis.
1: I, I mean, when I thought of an accordion thief, I thought, well, who has accordions? And I looked around my state of Arizona and I said, mariachis. That's who has accordions. I had not yet been to France, so I did not ever see a France man. I never saw a France man wearing a black and white striped shirt. I did see some France men playing accordion on the street. And Jesus Christ, is that great? Right. I I loves me some some mournful French accordion music
0: we saw a guy he didn't have the black and white shirt but he had like a black turtleneck and a beret and a like little skinny cigarette and he was just the the Frenchiest Frenchman I had ever seen in in France yeah that's great
1: I saw the one tableau where there were two guys both smoking cigarettes and one of them was wearing a beret and the other was holding a baguette yeah <laughs> And I just kind of smiled I think I was out buying a hairbrush I was like alright well now I'm going to see if I can manage to buy a hairbrush in a country where I don't know the words for hair or brush alternatively I could have just learned the word for dildo and saved myself some time
0: Oh, so you're only interested in the handle part of the hairbrush
1: yeah I guess that's a joke right Right. Using a, the handle of a hairbrush as a dildo? Right. Right, that's not the thing that I made up.
0: No, That's, that's not a practice that I invented. You're not the only one.
1: Um, canon 40 says, Oh yeah, are there any plans to upload the December 31st show? I missed that one I can't wait to listen to it. I don't think there was one. There was not.
0: Alright. Did you hear what, uh, on Christmas Eve, I ended up hijacking the radio station for like four hours? No. Because... I uh, so I started our recording playing and then went to watch a movie with the wife fell asleep watching the movie and got up and just groggily went to bed I found out later that I just continued to stream random songs from my, my uh, collection for hours until somebody with admin powers got on the line and kicked me off Good. I felt like such a hero I mean, it, it, The funny thing is the person who Finally booted me off Said that she, when she talked to me About it later she was relieved to hear that I wasn't doing it on purpose Because somehow people Got the idea that I had just taken the streams And gone dark And decided that I was just going to Broadcast whatever I wanted For the entirety of Christmas Eve and Christmas morning that it was like a hostile takeover instead of just a, a falling asleep. I'm not sure why that was the place they went to first.
1: Yeah, that yeah. doesn't seem like something you
0: would do at all. She was relieved. That, that wasn't what I did.
1: Well, good. Uh, that sucks. I mean, I, I, how do you kick somebody off? I don't remember how to do that. Like, is that something that...
0: You have to have do? some kind of admin skull that... Yeah, I don't know. You have to have an admin skull... Yeah, you have to meet the you light four candles and... around
1: it in a square. Anyway, uh, well, I've had fun doing a podcast with you, Mr. Skullhead. Well, I've had fun doing a radio show with you. Yeah, I will have fun turning it into a podcast after you upload it and I download it and then I edit it.
0: Seems like there's got to be a better way to do that. But maybe not.
1: Uh, Alright, we'll, uh, we'll see all y'all next week. I guess we could have a shared Dropbox folder.
0: Yeah, I was just looking at my Dropbox going, hmm.
1: My Dropbox hmm. is like, Bull. mostly because of shit that's shared with other people. I don't like the way that works.
0: Yeah, apparently I deleted files that my wife had added to my Dropbox from hers, and that deleted them on hers until she restored them. And a little Yeah, confusing. I don't
1: know what, like, when you shared that comic directory with me, it... Used up all my capacity, and I didn't know what would happen if I deleted it. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, I mean, I get that it has to work in a way.
0: Just uh, that way is kind of confusing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can just use the old method of transferring the file for now. It, it's, it does really suck that, like that XKCD comic pointed out, that like as easy as everything else has gotten on the internet there is still not just a way to send someone a file.
0: Right. Like, I should be able to just drop this file into the chat window of our Skype and have it trans... You know, like, AIM had... AIM was doing that and ICQ was doing that back in the day. Yeah. And then it just got harder and harder.
1: Well, there isn't really anything like... Do people just not use IM clients anymore? That... That seems like a really antiquated thing now. Yeah. Like, is everybody who's doing that shit just doing it on Facebook? I guess there's all that real-time communication on Facebook, right?
0: I still use AIM for the radio show. Yeah, like I guess I actually to AIM.
1: when I was still doing that. Which but, has, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you're using one antiquated technology to support another one, which is to yeah. say Shoutcast.
0: Well, and AIM has slowly incorporated all of the features of all of the third party clients I used to use so like the new aim can have Google and Facebook and all that shit integrated into it mm. like Trillion used to I see good stuff anyway we'll get out of here folks we'll see you next week bye everybody and goodbye